This podcast is a proud member of the Paranormality Podcast Network. Hello! Hello! Welcome to I Have a Strange strange Story story Podcast. podcast. Now Uh, on Zoom. Yeah. Um... Did we talk about doing it on Zoom? Or like, I just remember getting a text and you're like, we're doing Zoom. I was like, we're doing Zoom. We're doing Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sorry, you guys. We get off topic a bit. All this could have been discussed before we started because we actually were talking for like 20 minutes before we started this. We were, dude. I think I just decided, I'm like, we're doing this on Zoom. Like, we're not, there's no options this is happening and that was all right okay cool anyways this is a podcast where two sisters we tell people strange and paranormal stories and experiences um my name is Lindsay. my name is rebecca and this is the show we have um a youtube video if you want to check it out so you can see us um and if not you just want to listen you know you're just missing out but (laughs) moving on to announcements for the show I actually had a few. I forgot. There, I had another one. I'm just... Whoa. Yeah. What? Whoa. I know. You never have announcements. <laughs> I know. <laughs> These are all about me, so it makes sense. Cool. Number one, <laughs> we're, we're in the... It was the week of Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. So Thanksgiving, actually, we're recording ahead of it. I yep. am representing Wednesday Adams with her protest <laughs> to the celebration of Thanksgiving today. I would Appreciate like to that. add, I am, I'm cooking and, you know, having a meal tomorrow. <laughs> However, in general, spiritually, you know, um, <laughs> I will not, not be great celebrating day. Thanksgiving day. I, but we it's will not have a big really, meal. yeah, I'm not celebrating like any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I just like Wednesday Adams because I thought it was fun cute i like it that's a great idea i love it yeah it's fun right Mm -hmm. uh do you remember when i was wednesday for halloween when i was little you were wednesday like all your life (laughs) i'm not even joking they're like whenever we saw that movie you were like i have a thing with death now okay (laughs) i was like that's my favorite i forgot about all i was emo at a very young age man yeah you were you did it before it was popular i did and i think I also got it from, um, what about Bob? <laughs> Cause that little kid, he also loved death. It was like, a yeah, I did. Yeah. You were Lindsay. This is so emo weird. <laughs> you totally were. Holy Look at shit. how evil I'm being right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah. I didn't eat. realize it. Yeah. Maybe you meal. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's on my menu. Oh, um, okay. My, my menu for sure. Yes. My second announcement is that so <clears throat> I'm it's kind of weird it, for those of you that don't know us we've had a show where we talked about um how women can get um cancer from HPV from different strains of HPV and so um I was going to announce that I recently went to an appointment and I asked I was asked if I was ever given the um, HPV vaccine the um Gagicil, Gagicil, I don't know it's something like that um, and I hadn't, and I explained that I was too old when it came out. 
And she stopped me and she was like, they've extended it. She said, it used to be that you could get it to the age of 26. She was like, now you can get it to age 46. Man. Yes. So she asked if I wanted it and my insurance covered all of it. It's a round of three shots. I got my first round. So ladies, if you're interested in it, we highly recommend that you get it to help um, protect yourself. And just on a side note, HPV can only be tested for in women, not men. So we only know if we have it, if we test ourselves and we can't guard ourselves unless, you know, you, men use condoms, but you can still get it, but it's okay. Okay. Um, what was my third announcement? Your sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got, yeah. Yeah. I got it. So last time I talked about how it was healing and it had like stitches and I removed the stitches myself with the help of my boyfriend. Um, but it's like all, it's all, I don't know if you can see it. It's all healing now. It looks just a little bit red. Yeah, I, it's going to be red. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's going to look like this for a while, but it is, it's, it's healed to the point that now you ask me, is it concaved at all? And yes, it is. There's a little <laughs> section right here that dips down into my skin now. Like, it's like when I went to the doctor and she was like, that must've been huge. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Jeez. Like that. She was like, now you have a pretty little scar. And I was like. <laughs> that's the reaction that's all we can do <laughs> and then they Hello, bring like, there. <laughs> i started to say they made me pee in a cup and i don't know why because that's the truth like i forgot <laughs> about that that's weird. Yeah, they were like, we're going to give you the vaccine. First, go pee in a cup. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> so I went and pee okay. in a cup. I didn't okay. even ask any questions. <laughs> Why like, am I talking about this? Let's I don't know. move swiftly past this right into the show. Okay. What, what episode are we on? 104. It's 104. So that means I tell the story first today. Yeah. So this is also my story is in light of... <clears throat> When it kind of was Thanksgiving, I think, which is why I did it. Unfortunately, you know, I just can't get my timing right because when we release this, it's going to be the week after Thanksgiving. I don't know. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> we did the same thing at Halloween. Um, but this story is a, another historical piece that's all factual, um, but it's still pretty spooky and weird and remains a mystery until... November 5th, when there was a breakthrough in the story. Did you know? You already know what I'm talking about. Okay. So this is about Roanoke. If you guys don't know what... You think you're wrong? If you don't know what Roanoke is, it's one of the, the first settlements in 1587 that was settled by um, the English came over. There we go. It's about 115 people, uh, men, women, and children that came over to settle. And... It, I want to highlight that they weren't actually the first one. I think they were the second one. There was a group had gone before them to Roanoke and they had to return back um, to the motherland because they were being attacked too much and there wasn't any food there. Mm -hmm. So I'm teeing us up for what happened during this settlement in 1587. So um, once they got there and established a few months later, the governor of Roanoke decided he was going to go back to the mainland to get uh, supplies for the, the establishment. And 
While he was there, as soon as he got there, a war broke out between England um, and Spain. And Queen Elizabeth basically said, anybody that has a ship, you're in this battle. Like, you have to drop everything and help. So that's what the governor of Roanoke had to do. So um, we kind of already know that the land there wasn't great. They couldn't really grow anything. Um, and there wasn't any food, which is a, why the original group had returned back to England. Um, so him having to stop here to get all the supplies and then, you know, enter a war and then go back really hurt everything. I think <laughs> because he was gone for three years. Um, so he returned back to Roanoke in 1560. Whenever he got there, he discovered that there was not a trace left of the town. So there was no ruins, no remains, no wood, no, you know, plates, Nothing. Nothing was there to show that there had ever been any type of establishment in that area. Um, <laughs> sorry. I thought I gave her some catnip to calm her down, but I don't, I don't suppose it has worked yet. Um, so there's not a trace of any inhabitants. Um, there's no people there. They look around for a while. They can't find anything. So the only thing that they find upon their return is two things that are written in wood. That are carved in wood. Um, the first one says Croaton, um, and it's carved into a wooden post. And then into a fence post, there are the letters CRO, which looks like crow, would made me immediately think they were gonna spell the same thing. They were gonna leave the same clue, just in a different area. <laughs> I think they should have added a different clue. Um, however, I don't know if I said this, but the people who, some of the people who were left behind, including the governor's family, were um, his wife, his daughter, who was 17, and the first child ever born in Roanoke, um, who was his granddaughter. So he left behind some pretty precious people, came home, discovered they were all gone. So here's the thing. That's the only thing that was in that area. There was nothing else left, no bones, like nothing, right? Nothing is there. So you like, there's all these theories about what in the world could have happened to these people, right? Like, mm -hmm. is it paranormal? Was it possibly Native Americans who um, defended their land and killed them? You know, like, what could have happened? But you would think you would find remains from them if they had been killed in that area. Um, if they had starved to death, you would find their remains, um, and so here's the theories about what could have happened to them. Um, one is that they were killed. One is that they assimilated with Native Americans around them who, who were um, considered to be friendly um, mm -hmm. to the white people that were coming over. Uh, they were possibly abducted and who knows by who. Um, some people think that they tried to sell back to England and that then my cat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry everybody there's a, <laughs> there's a video and my cat just unplugged the thing that makes me look young um <laughs> so we're gonna plug that back in <laughs> hold on please okay um so there was that theory that they tried to sell back but that the you know the the ship had, had sunk and they they had all died um Another theory was that the Spanish had come up from Florida and had killed them because apparently the Spanish thought that they were a threat 
um, and they they were possibly plotting to go kill them. And so that was something else that could have happened. Again, there was nothing to illustrate that this is a happen. So all these theories, there was no evidence to point them in any of these directions. Um, the last theory is that the group of people split into several different groups and that they assimilated with the Native Americans around them. Um, so this is 1587. This is a long time ago, folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so with this, they disappeared and it appeared as if nobody really cared. Um, it was kind of like just assumed like, well, they either died or, you know, they, they moved on with the native Americans. Like we'll never know. <laughs> it's what they decided. Like, we'll just never know. Um, nobody really made a fuss about it. But then in the 1830s, there was an article written about it. And what I loved, what I read about it is it talked about how they romanticized this um, this incident and they labeled it the lost colony, which really like romanticized the whole thing. And so it was then that people thought that this was a really big deal and really mysterious. Um, and so whenever this occurred and up until 1830, nobody really cared. Like, isn't that so weird? Like we've only cared for the past. I can't do math, you know, Less than 500 years. <laughs> I well, can't do math that quickly. I mean, they probably cared a little bit because that, you know, there was fam- there was family involved in this. Mm-hmm. So you go mm-hmm. to the place where you're supposed to meet them and your wife and your kid and your grandchild are gone. Mm-hmm. But what do you do? Well, and so then John White was his name, um, was the governor's name, which I wanted to say that I think it's interesting is that he, um, the governor went, sailed to go get supplies. That would never happen today. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Isn't that so interesting though, how much things have changed? Wait Um, here for three years, guys. Instead of like maybe (laughs) finding some other place and supplies and like, you know, maybe getting along with the native people. I'm going back to fucking England yeah, to get our tea and our biscuits. No offense to anybody that's English. Like, but it's a dumb idea. That sounds romantic. I really want a scone with like cream. (laughs) Have you ever had one? I want one so bad. I honestly don't think that I have. It's because I watched that show Spaced and they have them and like, oh, it just looks so good. But yeah, I, just side note, yeah, there are so many great things that have come out of England. Simon right. Pegg, Nick yeah. Frost, yeah. Doctor Who. Okay. The list goes on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, those are the theories. We're not quite sure. Fast forward 2007, researchers start um, requesting DNA from people who they think could have been related to either the tribes, the Native American tribes that were in the area, um, to see if they could track that DNA to possibly some of these um, colonists, right? So Mm -hmm. that's really cool, and that's a great approach. Um, They didn't find anything. (laughs) Um, So then they start looking in all these different areas. Um, So they look in a place, and what's interesting is all the, the... the locations. So in Cape Creek, which is 50 miles northwest, um, it was a major Croatone, Croatone um, trading hub. And the the word Croatone was actually 
like a place, but it was also allegedly the name of a tribe. So I saw conflicting information about that. Just FYI, I saw another name of a tribe, but I couldn't pronounce it. So I just defaulted to explaining that it may have not been Croatone. It was another tribe possibly. Um, so in this area where the Croatone people lived, they found artifacts that they think were linked back to uh, the Roanoke folks. So they found a piece of slate that was used like for writing, like what kids would have used. I mean, maybe like a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. And on it, they found a tiny letter M in the corner, like written on it. And then there was a lead pencil that was next to it. So like, <clears throat> yeah, they found a sword. And they found an iron bar and they found a copper ingot. I don't know what that means. I meant to look it up, but I did other stuff and forgot. Um, But they found these two things, which were really um, produced by technology, which is something that the um the tribes around that area probably didn't have or didn't have access to. So they know that this somehow people from that area could have come on to to this area brought there their artifacts were brought there we're not quite sure but we know that 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 did find some of this information um so additionally they discovered a map that was drawn by john white the governor and what they found was a map that had four um tiny stars that were red and blue that were covered up by a patch of paper that was used um, like white out kind of, but it was a patch that they would put on the map. Um, so it was used to cover up mistakes. It was about 50 miles inland. Um, and there they found little pieces of pottery there. And then um, a small native American town was near it. So in this area that was 50 miles away, they found all this stuff that could have been related to them. And then it was also close to another Native American tribe, which tells us maybe they moved and friendly, like they all lived by each other and helped each other live. Who knows? Okay. So this is where um, I'm going to talk about a breakthrough. So on around November 5th, 2020, there was another breakthrough with um, archaeological digs around this area. So, um, about (laughs) an island that was about 50 miles west of Roanoke, they found English, German, and French and Spanish pottery. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, that's pretty compelling evidence, right? And apparently there's so much of it that it's very convincing that there's no way all of this could have gotten here. And the time period checks out with the time period. It's like, uh, 15th century, 16th century. Um, when they dated it, like it just makes sense that it could have belonged to them. And then 50 miles South, they found even more objects. So they're finding all this stuff all over the place. Um, one thing that people have said is that all of that could have been used by native Americans for trading, which Mm -hmm. it could have been. Um, Mm -hmm. but allegedly the research is pointing to there's so much, there's no way that it could, Um, another, um, theory is that all of that could have been passed out, passed down in heirlooms, um, which is true as well. So it's still up in the air, but most people really, really now believe that it was a UFO that came down and picked them up and took them. Okay. never mind. (laughs) 
wait. <laughs> I know. Well, this is the thing. This is what I love about this story is because when you, it is so spooky as you read about it. Right. And like, I don't even know if I made it spooky. I didn't give it like, I just gave facts, but reading it is so spooky. Seeing movies about it is so spooky because it really has this real sinister, dark feeling associated with it with these they're just gone and there's no trace of these people it's still effing weird it still is like it still doesn't make any sense it's still crazy because the main theory now based on all of this that they found is that the group of people at Roanoke broke literally broke into all different like three different groups and then assimilated with the Native Americans um but what in the world where's the communication you know, he came back. Why didn't they write more on the tree? And if it was a friendly situation, why wouldn't they have left and traveled the 50 miles ever so often? You know what I mean? Like, it still doesn't make sense to me um, right. for there to be no structures left in Roanoke. There was nothing. So I think with that, what I, what I had heard was what had happened was, mm-hmm. um, what I, what I can recall is that the reason why they left that area is because there was a, a terrible storm. And so if you think about these colonists that come in that don't know weather patterns or, yeah. you know, they don't know what it's going to be like in this, for this season and how this season, um, and where is Roanoke? Is that North Carolina? North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's by the coast. And, um, and I don't, I, I'm sorry. I just don't know the geography of where it is, but East Coast winters in a southern state are probably wet and cold, mm-hmm. is what I'm assuming. Okay. Um, and then you get these people in that don't know how to prepare for this. If he's going back for supplies, that means that they don't have food, they don't have right. stable shelter, and it's going to be fucking three years. Like, but it wasn't supposed to be that long. Okay, so that it's was because it's because he got caught up in the war and he couldn't okay. leave. Okay. Um, so that's why it took so long. Um, but it wasn't supposed to. Like, so what, what did I, they think they were going back to? You know what I mean? I, yeah, I know. I like well, it just blows my mind. And so I think that the reason why they left in a flurry is because there was a storm coming. It was okay. either a snowstorm or a hurricane or something. And, um, and they needed to get out of there. And what, from what I can recall is they did have a relationship with the native people of that area. Yeah. And like you said, there was carvings on the tree. There was also, I think an Island or an area that was named the same way, the same thing. But I do feel like that if they had an establishment and they had a relationship with the native American people, the first nation people of of that area and they took them in they they probably knew what they were doing and they were like we can take this many people into this group and you can take this many people into that group yeah and that's the way that it kind of um dispersed and that's how people either survived or died so but how does that explain there being no evidence of anything because they packed up their shit and they left okay Cause they were just like, we can't stay here. It's dangerous. We got to go, but no structures. I, I honestly don't know what their structures were like, like what, 
like where is Roanoke and, and did they build houses or did they build cabins? And if it um, was a torrential storm, then it could have yeah. knocked everything away, especially if they didn't have the supplies or know-how. But do you think like colonists, they come in, they chop down trees and they can build a cabin? Like, isn't that what they yeah. do? Yeah. I don't know then. They build I shit. I don't well, know, maybe man. They, maybe Ugh. they packed it all up with them. Because that is also an option. That's what nomads do. Is yeah, that's that they true. take all their stuff with them and then they and they leave. And that may have been a um, something that the uh, that whoever took them in, the First Nation people, said, "Okay, you've already got all your supplies. Just bring them with you, and we'll set up whatever wherever else." And that all just kind of got integrated. That was kind of like the. And I'm just making shit up here, but okay. I guess we can. Yeah, that's fair. But that was just kind of like payment. Like you have these supplies. Mm-hmm. You already have the stuff to build what you need to build. So just bring it with you. But I don't know anything about like old timey architecture. Like was like what held everything into place? Did they have nails? Did they have cement? Did they have? Yeah. Did they, they just lock everything together? I don't know. Yeah. We'll never know. We could just it- look it up. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, I didn't do that. I was it going to is, add uh-huh. that there's three, like, films and, you know, TV shows all together, yeah. three, that I was going to share that are about it. I've only seen one of them. Okay. Um, so there was one made in 2007 called Lost Colony, The Legend of Roanoke. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it, so I'm not quite sure. There was another one called Roanoke, uh, The Lost Colony, which is the romanticizing of these people going missing, which I think is so interesting. Um, mm-hmm. That was 2007. And then there's the American Horror Story, uh, My Own Roanoke. Is that what it was called? My Roanoke mm-hmm. Horror, sto- Horror uh, Story. My Roanoke. Um, I just said it like five seconds ago, and I yeah, can't I know. remember what it's called. I think it's just called Roanoke. My Roanoke Nightmare. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's what it's called because I looked it up and I didn't see that. But um, that's the only one that I've seen out of all these. And they do, I mean, first of all, it's very good. But they do a good job at making the whole Roanoke th- thing like really spooky and creepy. and um, Which is yeah. the way that I really enjoyed learning about it. Like, I just remember yeah. being so freaked out when I learned. So, um, I encourage you to to check it out. Maybe watch some YouTube videos. I saw plenty on it that um, it's, it's fun, um, to first learn about it. If you have not already, you know, happy fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're all colonists here. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is a really good story. Like I love, I love the mystery behind it. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you brought it up because it is just, it's like in a way, the first American mystery you know, mm-hmm. with like just leaving. I think that's what it's considered. Yeah, it is. It it is just and 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 to think that nowadays a whole colony of what three hundred and ten people is that what you said? One hundred and fifteen. One hundred and fifteen. A mm-hmm. whole colony of mm-hmm. one hundred and fifteen people fucking disappeared. They're not, dude. They just come back on their ship and they're like, "Where the fuck is everybody? Where is everything? I, yeah. Where's the I mean, house? I've only been gone for three years." Did they land at the right place, though? I don't know. It's a good question. What if the guy then got you got there people like, like yeah, Christopher Columbus? Up. Yeah, and then Christopher Columbus is like, I found it, and like he's in the completely wrong place. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Remember yeah. every Thanksgiving, I used to be like happy massacre, whatever day. And every time I did it, you were like, I know you're going to post that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Happy okay, so massacre, massacre day because you became a very hardcore vegetarian. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Happy killing of all these animals day. <laughs> like, I told all of you. Not Hope time. you're proud of yourselves. <laughs> I'm just gonna ow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was like, I'm just gonna eat green beans. Can I have some of that green bean casserole? Oh, it has lo- no. I'm not making fun of anybody. Sorry, I'm making fun of myself. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll you, yeah. Everybody's a different type of vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still a strict vegetarian. I don't even know why we're making fun of me. That's still me today. God damn it. <laughs> What the fuck? We both just made fun of me back and forth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't eat. I mean, <laughs> I guess that's the best. Like that to me, that's the best comedy. If people mm-hmm. can make fun of their 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 situations and themselves, I would mm-hmm. much rather hear that than a comedian being like, "Women, am I right?" You know what I mean? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's so I appreciate that type of comedy. Just making oh, okay. fun of yourself and your and your sitch. And that's what we just did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you got on your end? So, I got something and it's pretty okay. cool. And it's something okay. that we've talked about before. And um it is interesting because um this is something that multiple people in the same vicinity um, experienced. Okay. So I have a story about um, loss of time. And this starts with this uh, young, young woman who is um, like a junior in college. And she has to attend her first class at 10 50, 50 AM. And like, okay. wouldn't that be so cool if that was ha- what time our classes started, no matter what? Yeah, in college they do start at that time for real. Yeah, it should have been crazy high school because I think there's no kid in high school that's like I need to get up at seven o'clock and I feel refreshed and and awoke. But anyways, so she had to uh, attend class at ten fifty a.m. I'm gonna just also too for the folks that are watching on YouTube. um, I have to look at my phone. I haven't. I didn't. I decided not to print anything out today since we're doing this. Um, so if I'm not paying attention, my bad, I'm so sorry. So anyways, so they started class at 10 50 AM and, um, they were, they, they attended this class and they were, this class was right next to their apartment. So they had a lot of time to just get ready and prepare in the morning. And they would always wake up about an hour before the class started. And, um, they, she would set a repeat on Monday and Wednesdays on her phone. So she always had a timer to remind her of when she needed to go to school. So anyways, um, she specifically remembers seeing that the time was 9.45 a.m. And she starts her day off as usual. She, um, she turns off her alarm. She goes to the bathroom. She eats breakfast. Um, but before she could even start her breakfast, um, she would put on the latest uh, Jenna and Julian podcast to watch while she was eating. I don't know who that is, but shout out to Julia. Yeah. Or Jenna and, and Julian. You just got okay. a shout out. Maybe you guys right. should check them out. You might like them. I don't know. Watch. No, I'm not even going to say. So anyways, 
As she was finishing finishing her breakfast, she paused the video to clean up her mess, and she remembers seeing that the time was now 9.58. And as she's okay. cleaning up, she gets a phone call from her mom, and she's like, hey, mom. And her mom's like, hey, I was just checking in to see if you'd made it to school. You didn't text me, and I was just curious if you were on your way. And she's like, no, I'm still at home. My class doesn't start until 10.50. And she was like, obviously, mom. <laughs> Duh. And... um. She said, 10.50, this is her mom speaking, mm-hmm. girl, it is 11.05 o'clock right now. Hmm. She's like, what? <laughs> and she looked at the time on her phone, and it was 11.05. And she okay. was like, how is this possible? I just checked the time. It was 9.58. How is it 11.05? And she was just panicky, and she's like, "I'm." Um, and her mom's like, you probably just overslept, or the time on your alarm is wrong, so you know, whatever. And she's like, no, this doesn't make sense. My alarm is always set for 945. And I know I woke up at 945. I'll talk to you later. I got to go. So her mom's like, okay, bye. I love you. Bye. And so she just remembers having this sense of panic and her hands begin to tremble and she couldn't wrap her head, wrap her head around what had happened. She just remembered Mm -hmm. looking at her phone at 959 and then seeing it as 1105. So that is an hour and for there were six minutes that she lost essentially and she was running late to her class and so she was just trying to haul ass there she finally gets there and then later she tells her friend um about her experience okay and how confused she was and how like obviously this doesn't make any sense um and he had actually explained that he had had a similar situation with his ex-boyfriend. He said that um, he would drop off his ex at work around eight o'clock in the morning. And one day they woke up as usual, hopped in the car and they drove off to work. This is two people getting in the car, doing the same thing at the same time. They got to the car, they dropped him off at exactly eight o'clock. And then when his ex entered the building, five minutes later, He gets a call from his ex-boyfriend and he's like, um, he's like panicking because he said that he arrived an hour late and he was like, that's impossible. (laughs) We both got to the place at eight o'clock. There was no reason for you to be late for work. You Mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm, I vouch for you. I dropped you off. And he was like, no, it is nine Oh five right now. I am late to work. And they were both just, so fucking confused and they didn't understand what had happened and what had happened for that, that hour and five minutes they lost. Um, and anyways, so she's just reaching out being like, does anybody else experience this? And, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to just go in and say, yes, actually a lot of people experience losing time. And, um, there is a lot of logical, um, explanations for it and like some of them are like you overslept let's just rule that out right now that 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 didn't happen but that is something that could happen another thing that could happen is that you have a moment of amnesia and amnesia doesn't typically happen unless you have some sort of experience that causes this 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 memory loss so it could be trauma as in physical or mental or emotional um and it doesn't sound like this is what happened to her um and 
And then there comes into the paranormal realm. Oh, wait, before I get into that, there's uh. also like mental, um, mental illness issues. And I'm not going to say that this is anything related to mental illness because, mm-hmm. um, that's hard. That's hard for anybody like you and me to say, Oh, it's just a mental illness issue. Yeah, well, Like you a, have, yeah. some, you just have a chemical imbalance going on. Mm. And the thing is, is that she experienced this, her friend and his ex-boyfriend experienced this as well. That's kind of in the same area. That is so weird. Right. Exactly. Okay. And okay. just to think that three people that are connected yeah. somehow all have the same mental yeah. illness or trauma or whatever doesn't really make sense. Dude, they went to another dimension. Oh, shit, dude. Like, right? seriously, that is an option. Yeah. Uh-huh. For an hour, they were in another dimension, and then whoever realized it and, like, unscrambled it and put them where they were supposed to be. Yeah. And there's a lot of different instances where this happened. And with, like, the end result sounds like aliens. And not yeah. to, like, yeah. freak anybody out or whatever. And whenever I say aliens, it can be anybody that's just not from this plane. So one theory is that these visitors are interdimensional beings. So they're on planet earth, just like us, except it's a different dimension, but they're able to Uh come into our dimension and just fuck around with people. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And, (laughs) and so, um, I, I went to this one website and I'll post it in the show notes because it was very interesting. And the person who has this website talked about, and I think it was just personal research, but it was all about missing time. Okay. He had his own personal story to talk about as well. But what they mostly kind of focused on was interdimensional time change and a time lapse. And that could be um, a multitude of different, different uh, things that, that brought you to this point. And there's a lot of different um, ways to experience time loss. One that is, I feel like, so common is when you lay down, you put your head down to go to sleep, and you're not even asleep that long, and you wake up, it's the next day. Yeah. Have you had that? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I've totally had that. Yeah. And in that It's like, I didn't sleep. I didn't yes. sleep. I know I didn't sleep. I was awake this whole time. Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you don't feel exhausted. Like, I don't feel exhausted when it happens, but I, I think I didn't sleep. Yes, exactly. So. And that's exactly what it is. And it's almost like your mind doesn't shut off. Mm-hmm. You just, like, you laid your head down, and then all of a sudden your alarm is going off. There was no yeah. dreams. There was no, there was nothing. It was just, like, you're, you're up and then you're down. That is yeah. time loss. Because okay. you are not able to process that. You're, yeah. You don't know where those hours went that you were supposed to be asleep. I always just assumed that you slept that hard. Right. That's you don't what even... I, that's what I assumed too. But if you sleep hard, if uh-huh. you sleep correctly and go into uh-huh. a deep sleep, you uh-huh. need to have a REM cycle. That's the re- rapid eye movement cycle. That's whenever mm-hmm. you have dreams. Mm-hmm. And typically this doesn't happen... Um, I think until the later process of, of, of dreaming. So it can be like whenever you're about to, to wake up, like hours before you wake up, that's whenever you have that. And that's a deep, deep sleep is whenever you have dreams, but this happens whenever you kind of, your subconscious doesn't even quit. 
Like you could still be thinking about whatever. And then all of a sudden it's the next day. Yeah. Like yeah. not a skipped beat. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's paranormal, but it could be um, something that we just can't explain yet. So essentially paranormal, I guess. But um, the other thing that um, he spoke about was um, different types of time loss. And so for some people, they experience this time loss where they're in the same place. They look up. It's 9.58. And then a few seconds later, it's, it's 11.05. Just like what this, this young woman experienced is that type of time loss. And that is so fucking confusing and discombobulating for everybody because um, if obviously just like what she went through, you don't know where yeah. that went. What, <laughs> what one of his explanations was is that these interdimensional beings or visitors will come and hang out with you or like take you to another dimension and they're able to like mind control you so that you what? don't remember. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> I don't know if you come back with like bruises on your body or whatever, then maybe you could figure it out. They might be just something doing something medical, but they might just be like, they just might just be dicks. Like I'm appalled. Do you have any idea how often I say, it doesn't feel like I slept? Oh, no, girl. That's terrifying. Yeah. Life is awful. Life is weird. Life is awful. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So, um, so one thing that he thinks that happens is that um, people are put in a trance. And you can, you can put yourself into a trance and the way you do that is I don't know maybe I'm thinking of this incorrectly because I'm not um differentiating hypnosis and trances mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't okay. know if it's the same thing but you either. can definitely get like hypnotized by the road have you ever driven somewhere and you realize that you have gotten there faster than you, yeah. you thought it was yeah. or maybe you did it automatically mm -hmm. and you don't remember passing all these exits until you got to the one that you needed to do and it's just that is your subconscious taking over that's your brain saying I know you've got other things in your mind I'm going to help you out and we're going to get there so yeah. um so I guess that probably is different from a trance so probably in a trance you don't know what else is going on around you, not even your subconscious mind, because you can't remember how you got from 9.58 to 11.05. And that is another option or another thing that um, he brought up as far as like these ultra, I'm using um, a John Keel word, I think, uh, uh, ultra terrestrial, meaning that they can, they can go through different dimensions. It's oh my god <laughs> that's crazy dude and there's there's other things that people experience with this time loss and it can also this part is fucking freaky right. and they talk about this in that in um uh, gosh communion in that book communion this is what happens to this guy okay. is that you you have a loss of time, but also a loss of space. 
So you're in one, one place and then you are somehow in another place. And that can be even a different part of the room, a different mm-hmm. part of the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were outside and then suddenly you were inside and you don't know how that happened. Um, and that, that's what happened to, um, uh, gosh, I wish I could remember his name off the top of my head, but I've had some wine on an empty stomach, so it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happened to the author of communion where okay. I remember he was in his, he was in his house and then all of a sudden he's downstairs getting a drink of water and he's like, I don't know how the fuck I got here. And that guy was totally visited by some, some kind of, I mean, alien. Yeah, time loss. They always talk about being associated yeah. with aliens. The yeah. first time I ever learned about time loss mm-hmm. was as a child watching Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it was the one where it was a man who was going to a military base. He called them to come uh-huh. get him. This was like, I think it was in the 60s. Yeah. And um, he waited and he waited and he waited like forever. And he was like, what the hell? So he called back. He waited like 20 minutes, but they were supposed mm-hmm. to be two minutes away. So mm-hmm. he called back and they were like, yeah, it's been four hours and we've gone by there 10 times. Where are you? Holy shit. Yeah. And then he looked and he realized it was, it was like four hours, eight hours, something like that. But it wasn't 20 minutes like he thought it was. Yeah. Dude, alien. And that's what they said on Unsolved Mysteries is that it was probably, Mm -hmm. he was abducted. I just, I don't want to like, I don't want to jump to conclusions because, excuse me, I don't want to scare anybody either. Like, like how would, like, how would you, but I mean, they posted in paranormal Reddit. So like (laughs) they're getting all the aliens right now. Yeah. But I, but I mean, either way can be scary. It could be an experience from a different type of being that we're never going to see because they have some type of advanced technology that we're just not, we just don't know how to, to tap into, um, you know, an ease, an easy answer is that you just got the time wrong, but it doesn't seem like with everything that's going on with the three other, with the two other people yeah, that experience no the way. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we can, all that we can do is interpret this into um into experiences that other other people have had with the same experience Mm -hmm. so people that have been visited by aliens or um uh what did i say ultra something ultra terrestrials ultra terrestrial yeah beings have had similar experiences they've had loss of time and it may just be a one-off thing i feel Mm -hmm. like um, you know, I've seen UFOs and weird shit in the sky sometimes, and I've never had an experience that I can recall. And I don't yeah. have the classic, um, visitors or loss of time or whatever, mm-hmm. but still everybody can have a one-off experience. And, and, um, I don't think that in my opinion, that there's anything to be alarmed about. I think that mm-hmm. it's, it's a really cool, like it sucks that you relate to class, but I think it's cool that you kind of got to experience that. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to experience it. No, I've like, I just reading the story. Mm-hmm. 
I totally understood like the fear that went through her mind because yeah, no way. <laughs> I remember doing this in high school is I came home, I took a nap and then like at six o'clock it's dark outside. I woke yes. up and I looked at the clock and I'm like, uh-huh. <gasps> I have to get up and go oh. to school. And I remember one time, Lindsay, I like ran into the living room. I was like, why didn't you wake me up? And you were just like, I remember what? that. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was like, I was like, it's been like two hours, bitch. <laughs> I know. I thought I was going to be late somewhere, but turned Dude, out. That happened to me one time. I did that. I took a nap in college and a paper mm-hmm. was due the next day. And I woke up, I went, I lay down at three and I woke up at 6 a.m. And I was like, oh my God, but <laughs> it was 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Same, it's the same hours. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, dang girl. Yeah. Fucking missing time. No, thank you. Yeah. At least there's not like a physical, I mean, I mean, I don't, it does like mess with you mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it's just a one-off thing, unless that's something that you want to experience more often, I can't say or whatever, but at least there's no like physical <laughs> issues. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, you can, you can't compare, you know, true. Cause there could yeah, be the true. emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you never know, dude, you just don't, no, I'm trying to think. I mean, all of this is just so cohesive with all the movies I've ever watched about aliens abducting people. <laughs> like, that's all I keep thinking. Like, I know that we have a paranormal podcast, but that's all I have to share with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen so movie, so many movies, so many movies that are like this about fucking <laughs> aliens. I really wish I could retain information. It's just. If you don't use it all the time, it just fucking falls out of your head, you know? Yeah. And like, we don't, we don't know what stories we're doing probably until, you know, very soon before the show. So like, I don't think about looking back at my old notes to look up, you know, what I found about aliens. Um, I'm not, I'm probably not going to try harder. Everybody. Look, it's by the seat of our pants. (laughs) Most days. Not even it by. is, right? I know it is. Yeah, it's, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember one of our shows used to just be like 20 minutes and now Yeah. <laughs> it was cute, man. We didn't know what we were doing. It was like, our okay, first goodbye. time. Yeah. Yeah. It was like okay. there was there was no video. We weren't that comfortable. Like you know, um, when you first start out or like when you start dating people, you act a little different. And like, I feel like we were dating everybody and we were acting a little different, but now we're comfortable with everybody. <laughs> now, now, like we can take off our bras. We can we fart in front of each other. Much. We could fart in front of each other. We're not going to do that. We don't really care about our makeup or any of that shit anymore. Like it used to be, we were like, give us time. Like I would have lipstick. (laughs) Like I would paint my nails and now I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I wish I still had glasses so I could just cover up. I love it. That's a third of my face. And that would be great. It Mm -hmm. helps. Uh, oh, don't cover. You don't need to cover up your face. I'm just saying that's why Oh, it just makes them. it easier to, like, not have to worry about eye makeup and You shit. don't. It's kind of weird how glasses, like, I mean. Yeah. They really? hide the wrinkles, like, under your yes. eyes and oh. your crow's feet and stuff. Yeah. So, and I have been pulling my bangs back. So, now I have to worry about the forehead. 
Your forehead is so much better than my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) We're so nice to each other. (laughs) So stupid. Oh my God, girl. I wish I had your forehead. I love your forehead. (laughs) Your forehead is really cool. Oh no, my cat's coming. Listen, oh, thanks to everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of the episode. Um, if you have any paranormal stories or experiences, um, we would love to hear them and we'd love to share them with everybody else because we believe you and we, we want to share your experience. Um, you can send them to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com or any of our other social media platforms. <laughs> Like Instagram, Facebook. <clears throat> um, subscribe, rate, and review us, please. If you would like to review us, please give us a nice review, and we will um, take a snapshot of it, send it to our email address, and we will send you some with your physical mailing address, and we will send you some stickers. <laughs> I got um, sidetracked because we had a nice review. We um, did. I remember yeah, you said to me, and I just and I was and like, I just, "Who is that?" Who did that? You were like, I don't know. And I was like, this is from Be Graceful. And it's B E E, like a little buzzing. Like bees. Yeah, it's like this girl knows us. Obviously, we're going to get along if we like bees. Yeah. She said that I binge listen while at work. I love you guys. I get creeped out with a side of laughter. Love it. Aww. I wonder if she got to the episode where I spit my beer out that one time after you said meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I really yeah. wish that we would have recorded like God. the videos. Remember whenever we started doing videos, we were like, oh my, yeah. We're like, we've made it. And like, <laughs> our audience hasn't grown at all. Only we watch the videos. <laughs> no, I never watch the videos. We have like 49 viewers and I appreciate every single one of you. Aww. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys are the best. I'm sorry. That's I don't nice. get up, get the videos out better sooner you have but maybe if we use zoom it'll be easier so oh um you have 48 viewers because i'm one of those Ooh. <laughs> no it's my it's my page i can't follow i can't subscribe to it so anyways bye all right i'll talk to you <laughs> bye everybody <laughs> <laughs> gosh my cat Are you looking for a new adventure? Did you ever want to visit the city where all your nightmares reside? Well, you're in luck! Join us, your tour guides, Christine and Jen, to visit Nopeville, where you will be personally escorted on an all-inclusive trip through the city and see all possibilities of terror and fright. You'll see all sorts of things on your tours, including, but definitely not limited to, the paranormal, true crime, the supernatural, and more. If you're into all that and enjoy a little dark humor, book your tour today and nope right along with us. Check us out on our website at nopevillepodcast.com to see where you can listen to Nopeville today.